get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network
reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn, all I can be, I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is me. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free. So I was talking that cheese like it's new gear. Every moment crucial I can never break You will never see me do so Resolution I will always be on top Like revolution Got the life Cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby It's a revolution Feel the music baby It's a resolution Pump the music baby It's a revolution Rain in the windshield The wiper blades Got me dazing off In outer space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through. In the meantime, I just grind and play dude. Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot you. Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise the face. And egos look much better than you. My flow is clever, fine, so I can never lose. And you know it won't stop till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view, and a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl or two saying, man, we take your shoes, clever, welcome to the top. Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby Getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home This DJ Food, Candy Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit clever, hit clever. Shout out to my...
existence How I think blowed out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
peace, peace. Peace to the gods. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, let me get the levels right. Hold on. Peace, everyone. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. Here on High Frequency Radio Network, I am your host, Soul L, and it is my pleasure to be with you for an illustrious additional episode of The Foundation. This is The Foundation, and we are High Frequency where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we are correctly, uh, what is that? Correctly applying correct information correctly. Correct. Here at the foundation, you know. Today's show is in is entitled, man, I'm tripping today. Private estates and public recessions. Look, if you don't know, we're going into a recession as far as the United States is concerned. I'm going to get in. You know, I'm going to go in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I want to start off by saying, as I always do, all thanks, honors, and praises due to the Creator. And ancestors, our ancestors, you know, how will we be here? We're not for the creator. The creator of the boundless universe. As Yusuf eloquently says, you know, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, you know, I, I look, if there's more than one God, then, then there's a God above them, or, you know, I don't know. When you get to the top, there's got to be what? That's where I'm at. So, you know, I, I think we're all doing the same dance, just two different music. So, all thanks to the Most High. I want to give a shout out to Peace, to my big brother, my my spiritual big brother, the uncle to the conscious community. Yes, I said it. I said it. We call him Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio. Network creator, man, it's been man, it's, it's been over ten years of high frequency, man. It's crazy. Also, SPCUniversity.com. If you want to do your secure party creditor dance, looking to get your whole harmless, your indemnity, your agreement, your private agreement, security agreement, you know these agreements, as well as you know put that bond on file with the treasury. Did I say that? I'm retiring, so I'm letting stuff loose, loose. SBCUniversity.com is that dance you want to do. I'm not playing, so check out SBCUniversity.com, you know what I mean? Shout out to the big brother, Yusuf L. And shout out to you for checking out the show. Welcome to TheFoundation.com. Welcome to TheFoundation.com. Sign up for that email list. We got exclusive things going down. We got a limited run of merchandise that's coming available get the sign up for the email list at welcome to the foundation.com we are sponsoring a trustee or family you know if it's your family your family interested cool typically they're not 
You got to show them first. But the foundation will be sponsoring the trustee for the final session of trustee training. This is how it goes. Welcome to the foundation.com. It's that email list. You got to, you know, put a file. You got to sign up for the email list at welcome to the foundation.com. We're giving away stuff. We're offering things. It's going to be a glorious thing. We're getting it together. We're figuring out exactly how we're going to go about this, you know? So make sure you sign up for that email list, players. Welcome to the foundation.com email list. Sign up. Put your email in there. It's going to it's going to give you a message and say you got to go to your email and you know you don't have to do that. That's not true. It's not true. They they changed it. It's it's different. We just haven't updated the site here at the foundation. Why? Because it's a recession. It's cheaper just to say, hey, you're good. You put your email in there, you you hit the button. Yeah. Did you see the screen where it said you got to do something? Yeah, you're good. That means you're good. It's a trick. You passed. It was a trick question. It was a, it was a test of your logical mind, and you passed. Congratulations. Just sign up for the email list. Just put your email in there. Hit the button. Hit enter. Do what you. I don't know, man. These computers, you you can probably breathe on it and it hits enter. These days, but not just the email list. That welcome to the foundation dot com. We got that PDF section. Grab and go. We got the education section. We got the foundation trust primer. If you're just starting out, over 18 handpicked documents by So L. To get your get your mind focused on what you're about to get into when you start transitioning into, into the private. What does it mean? What what happens? What's going on? What are you talking about, man? You sound crazy, but it's interesting, Mister Sot. Yeah, everybody calls me Sot. It's it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. It's I don't know. But you know, these documents will take care of you. To get you to get you sorted, and that's available in the education section. Also, the Foundation Trust series, Part One, Part Two, Part Three. Look, these are things that had I had at my disposal when I first came into this information, I would be head and shoulders above where I am now with comprehension, administration, application, so on and so forth. So you know this this is. <clears throat> really the impetus behind you know all the offerings at the foundation I wish I had them that's that's really what it is uh, so part one part two part three we got the beginner intermediate and a little bit of master of course we don't splash you with the whole pool but you know you know you can dunk your head in the kiddie pool side I'm not going to try basically what I'm saying is we're not overwhelming you over here with the foundation trust series you know eases you in eases you in we also got that Passport No Social, Part 1, Part 2. Brother Chris L. came through, did his dance. Did his dance. <clears throat> part 1, how do you get it? Part 2, how do you use it? All that can be found at Welcome to the Foundation.com in the education section. You can also check out all of the Foundation's illustrious social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can also 
book a consultation, or you can make a donation all at the same spot. That's welcome to the foundation.com. It's a beautiful thing. I like. I still like the site. You know, hey, I, I go to the site. I'm like, man, that's cold with the with the hieroglyphics in the background. Just moving. Are they moving? I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers, live internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners, podcast. What am I from London? No. MP3 listeners, MP4 listeners. I don't even. You can be listening to the show on a wave format. Shout out to you. Also want to say peace to all the trustees here at the foundation of private trustee training, as well as anyone who is investing in their private education, whether it's in the foundation or not. You know, look, the foundation doesn't have a exclusive rights or monopoly on private Education. So you know, if you're doing your dance, it's, it's, I'm see, I see you, and it's luxurious. Also, want to say peace to everyone that we have interacted with in the private, however it was, business or otherwise. You know, and anyone that sent an email, well wishes, or current event, or otherwise added to the foundation, definitely want to say peace to you. Thank you, thank you. It's, you know, I'm humbled. I'm appreciative. It's a beautiful, luxurious thing. So with that being said, let's jump into the show. What's the name of the show? The name of the show is Private Estates and Public Recessions. It's going down. And if you don't think, hey, I don't got, you know, I don't have a private estate, you're lying. Liar. You just don't know it. Um, you haven't probably you probably haven't structured it through private trust contract. Well, you know, that's what the foundation trustee training is for. But you got a private estate, man. Ma'am, sir. You definitely have a private estate. The thing of it is, is, is it organized? Mm-hmm. Whether it's organized or not, it exists. And the fact that we're about to pop into a recession, depression, dep- depression, re- recession, depression. Look, <clears throat> I don't care what you think, what you believe. You can believe what they tell you. I don't. I knew inflation wasn't going to be transitory. I knew that years ago. You can tell when you look at the whole machine on the macro level. There's a micro and there's a macro. You know, the micro is you know all close up and stuff. Macro, you zoom out and look at everything. On the macro level, come on, man. Look, <clears throat> what happened? It's it's plain to see. And, you know, these, these, these current events will speak to that. U.S. stocks, Wall Street ends down after Target outlook. Micron supply cut. Look, the entire Wall Street is down because of the outlook. The outlook. The outlook. Outlook is, is future tense. Outlook. Like out. Out in the future. These fools said what it's going to look like. Hey, man, we might be entering a recession and everything. Oh, the whole thing just fell, man. Look, look, check it out. Wall Street's main indices ended lower today as a grim outlook from Target spurred fresh concerns about retailers heading into the crucial holiday season, while semiconductors' shares slid after Micron's supply cut. Shares of Target Corp tumbled 13.1%. Yo, that is... 
Wish I would have bought some shorts. After the big box retailer forecast a surprise drop in holiday quarter sales, retail stocks slumped broadly, including declines of over 8% in shares of Macy's and Best Buy and a 7% drop for Foot Locker. The S&P 500 consumer discretionary sector excuse me, shed 1.5%. Micron Technology says dropped 6.7% after the company said it would reduce memory chip supply and make more cups. Cuts. To its capital spending plan. <clears throat> then, what does that mean? Like, look, we, we're not making as many as we said we were going to make. And we're not spending as much as we said we were going to spend. <laughs> and the information technology sector itself, the entire sector of the S&P 500 information technology fell 1.4%. And the Philadelphia SE semiconductor index sank 4.3%. Quote, the biggest sector issue is Target's earnings and what that means for retail and consumer spending in general. I think that has kind of set the tone for the market. End quote. This is Chuck Carlson. That's a nice, I like that name, Chuck Carlson. Like, yo, my name's Chuck Carlson. <laughs> I'd say that smooth. Like, how you doing? Nice to meet y'all. My name's Chuck Carlson. You see? I'm, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm tripping. Chief Executive Officer at Horizon Investment Services in Hammond, Indiana. Look. Disney World increases ticket prices for second time in a year. Inflation. CNN Travel. If you plan on going to Walt Disney World in 2023, you can still buy next year's tickets at current rates until December 8th. That's when prices on most ticket types will be increasing, including single-day tickets, multi-day passes, and annual pass renewals. Not even going to get into the prices, because, I mean, really, who's... <clears throat> At least in my community, who's really thinking about going to Disney World? You know what I'm saying? But it's happening all over, including NYC taxi fares expected to increase by 23% by the end of the year. You live in NYC, New York City, East Coast, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Jamaica, Queens. Huh? 23% the cost of a New York City tax ride is expected to increase by 23% by the end of 2022, marking the first taxi fare increase in a decade, according to the a unanimous vote held Tuesday by the NYC Taxi and Limousine Commission. Additionally, the best rate for the New York City cabs is expected to rise from 0.5. I'm sorry, the base rate. Dang. So the base rate is jumping up 50 cents. It's going to $3. While rush hour surcharges will increase from a dollar to $2.50. That's over 100%. Man, wow. Yo, y'all better. Look, if you live in New York, y'all niggas need to invest in bicicletas. Yeah, I said it. I said it. And I'm not joking. On top of that, we got this gas issue. It's 
it's not a problem. Unless it's a problem, you know? So, look, you got fares increasing, you know, over... In New York, New York City, which is crazy, because, I mean, it's the second time this year, and is that really surprising? And then we got this. Newsweek, how much diesel is left? Shortage fears as East Coast supplies very low. I hear about that. Diesel prices remain high across the United States. And inventory levels are lower than they have historically been this time of year. As temperatures drop and demand grows, lower than they've ever been, ever. As of the weekend in November 4th, the U.S. had 106 million, wait, 106.263 million. So is that 106 million, 263,000? I don't know. It's not that much, though. Barrels left in stock, the equivalent of 26 days of supply, according to the Energy Information Administration. That means that in an unlikely scenario in which all U.S. refineries across the country were to suddenly shut down, the country would have enough diesel to cover 26 days. The latest data shared by the EIA shows that diesel inventories have been slightly replenished compared to a month ago when news that the U.S. had 25.4 days supply left, the lowest level since 2008. This triggered analysts to warn about surging diesel prices and led conservative host Tucker Carlson to falsely claim that the U.S. would run out of diesel entirely by Thanksgiving. As of the week ending October 21st, the U.S. held 25.9 days left of diesel supply, and as of the week ending October 28th, 25.8 days. Quote, supplies have not moved much over the past month. Over the past month, totals were about 106.8 to 100, 106.1 to 106.8 million barrels. So no real change of consequence. The East Coast is the main issue. Supplies are very low there. Um. So what does that mean? <clears throat> I'm not. You know, look. I'm not trying to freak anyone out. Just speaking facts. Diesel fuel is used by all of the semi-trucks that pull the trailers with all your stuff in it. And I'm talking food, you know, supplies, car parts, appliances, electronics, clothing. We're talking everything comes into the port, they throw it on the truck. You know, a lot of times, sometimes I've seen it, you've seen it. They put the they, the shipping can that comes off of the of the ship, they put it on the trailer. They put it straight on the trailer and move it out. They got trailers just specifically for that. Bare bones little joints. I don't know what they're called, but I know they have them. 25 days left. <clears throat> That's a low supply. Is it Something to be concerned about? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I do know that this is real. 
The last time, oh, CNN Business, Britain is bringing back austerity. Here's why. And this is what I was talking about. We spoke on this. I'm going to read this first, though, before I just start jumping on. The last time a British finance minister revealed tax and spending plans, markets went haywire, and the country's prime minister ultimately lost her job. The new government is not looking for a repeat performance. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt um, is due to unveil a budget that will aim to restore confidence in the United Kingdom's ability to manage its public finances, but that may be easier said than done. The country is staring down the barrel of a grueling recession, and investors remain on edge as interest rates rise. That requires Hunt, who has acknowledged that Britain faces extremely difficult decisions to pull off a delicate balancing act. Excuse me. Media reports indicate that the government is looking to come up with between 50 and 60 billion pounds, which is, you know, what is that, like 60, 70 billion dollars? Well, through a mix of tax increases and spending cuts, many of which may not take effect until after the next election. If you do too much, too soon, you risk worsening the recession. So what does that mean? They brought their base taxes on the people in the recession. Yep. And supposedly, you know, limit their government spending. We'll see if that works. That will never that will never, ever, ever, ever hit America. Don't worry about that. CNBC, Amazon lays off some devices employees. Some. Amazon is laying off some employees, and it's devices and services using it. I love this language. Hardware chief Dave Limp wrote in a memo to workers today, the e-retailers consolidating some teams and programs in its devices and services unit after a Deep set of reviews of the business, Limper wrote. Amazon began notifying impacted employees yesterday. He added, quote, one of the consequences of these decisions is that some roles will no longer be required. It pains me to have to deliver the news. As we know, we will lose talented Amazonians from the devices and services organization as a result. And, quote, the job cuts are part of broader layoffs. Broader layoffs is part of broader layoffs. Facebook's doing it too. I'm sorry, Meta. I don't know. What is their name? Who knows their name? But this isn't it. As Amazon stares down a worsening economic outlook, Amazon spokesperson Kelly Nantle told CNBC in a statement that several teams are making adjustments, which means, quote, certain roles are no longer necessary, unquote. Who went on, uh, Nantle said, who went on to say, Quote, we don't take these decisions lightly. We are working to support any employees who may be affected, end quote. I'm working to support you. And that's what they do with these businesses. They're going to keep firing employees. New York Times reported, New York Times reported, Amazon aims to cut up to 10,000 jobs across the company. Expected layoffs would represent the largest workforce cuts in its 28-year history. You think it's just Target? You think it's just Amazon or just Britain? Probably. It's probably just Britain. Don't worry about it. Has nothing to do with anything. Don't pay attention to the man behind the 
curtain. Geopolitical news, UK orders sale of microchip factory by, by China's Nexperia, citing national security. You're going to see more and more of this. You're going to say national security. You're going to say financial reasons. It's going to keep going down. The British government today ordered Chinese-owned technology company Nexperia to sell at least 86% of Britain's biggest microchip factory. Newport Wafer Fab, following a national security assessment. The review of Nexperia's 2021 purchase of Newport Wafer Fab, now known as Nexperia Newport Limited, was announced earlier this year after legislation came into force in January, allowing the government to scrutinize and potentially block acquisitions and investments in sensitive sectors. Look it up. So what is it? HSBC? China. HSBC is a bank. They pulled all their banks out of the United States. All of their credit and bank products gone. Kaput. They sold off their credit cards and pulled everything out. You can look it up. Look it up. Do a search. Do it on your own. <clears throat> I'm crazy. I, you know Who knows what I'm saying? But <clears throat> you're going to see more and more of this stuff. Whoa. Reuters, Putin calls for price controls as Russian car sales crash to record low. What? Price controls? President Vladimir, did, did I say price controls? I think, did I mess, I was talking about price controls. I was like, wait, they're going to start doing, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. You know, in the next year or so, y'all, President Vladimir, 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 I don't know, how, you know, how do they naturally say it? Putin, Putin urged the Russian government <clears throat> today to control car prices. As one industry head said, Western sanctions could send annual sales crashing to below one million for the first time since records began. Auto sales have fallen over 60% so far this year and may end up being less than a quarter of what they were a decade ago. According to Maxim Sokolov, Sokolov, I don't know, head of Russia's top car maker, Avtovaz. Some of this year's drop is due to the pullout of foreign car makers such as Renault, I think they French, and Mercedes-Benz and the collapse in demand due to mass mobilization for sure. For sure. Let's just say that, for sure. <laughs> but mo- I'm sorry, but much is also due to falling living standards and higher prices. Sounds like inflation. As well as the difficulty of securing foreign-made components after the imposition of a barrage of sanctions by Western, Western countries' response to Russia's response. Speak with top officials, Putin acknowledged that the situation was not easy and asked the government to look at making cars more affordable, suggesting that prices were being raised unfairly. Talking about price controls. And it's going to get crazy because, you know, ooh, that's a, that's a hallmark of hyper hyperinflation. We know that the Russian, I'm just, the Russian, whew, I apologize, y'all. Recession is real. And, you know, I'm, 
with with all due respect, with all due respect, it's real when white people get scared. CNN Business, the recession could hit white-collar workers the hardest. Here's why. Oh, white-collar workers could, would, I'm sorry, white-collar workers would be hit harder than blue-collar workers if the United States enters a recession soon, according to one economist who said businesses have undergone a dramatic restructuring. After the panorama, quote, the panorama shifted things around. In this post-panorama environment, businesses are restructuring themselves. They're changing the way they operate. They need to get more efficient. And what they've done is buy more software, deploy more technology. Where they're thinking, quote, I need better skilled people who work for me, end quote. The tech industry has seen a number of widely publicized layoffs in recent months as companies seek to rebalance their headcount after growing too rapidly during the panorama and misjudging the length of the surge in demand. The latest report from outplacement firm Challenger, Gray, and Christmas shows tech companies have so far announced plans to cut 31,200 jobs in November, more than double the cuts announced from January to October. Man, so in one month, they're going to fire more than double the people that have been fired in 10 months. So, quote, we are seeing big layoffs out of the tech sector. Those tend to be high paying more white collar jobs. Tech companies hired a lot over the past year and a half, and they're going through what seems to be a correction, he said. This is Challenger, Andrew Challenger, Senior Vice President, President, now he's your president, and Head of Sales and Media at Challenger. Um, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Check this out. Copper faces long-term shortage as demand outruns supply. The copper market may swing to a deficit by the end of the decade as the energy transition accelerates and metal becomes harder to dig up, according to the world's top miner. Copper, listen to me. Copper, listen to me. Copper, listen to me. Copper. You would ask, hey, what is the long-term wealth strategy, I would say save pennies. And not just any pennies, the pennies that were 1982 and before. So 1982, 1981, 80, and you know, in descending order. Because they have real copper in them. It's the easiest way to, quote, invest. By the end of the decade, the copper market could be in the, it's going to be in a deficit. The copper market, silver, gold, think about it. We're swinging into a commodity super cycle. What does the commercial market classify gold, silver, and copper as? Nickel, platinum, palladium, what, are they, what is it classified as? They're classified as commodities. 
Copper, copper, copper. I'm serious. I'm going to read this one more time. The copper market may swing to a deficit by the end of the decade as the energy transition accelerates and the metal becomes harder to dig up, according to the world's top miner. Copper. All these uh, electric cars, solar panels, silver, copper, silver, copper. Although there are enough reserves of copper and other metals like what? Nickel and lithiums. Central to decarbonization, the risk is there will be, quote, a mismatch between the timing of increase in demand and when supply meets that demand, (laughs) end quote. This is Mike Henry. I like this man. He got two first names. Chief Executive Officer of BHP Group LTD. He said this at a Financial Times mining conference in London. Henry's comments come after a torrid few months for copper, a barometer of economic activity because it's varied applications from construction to electricity transmission, while miners and banks are almost uniformly bullish on the metal's long-term prospects because of its role in clean energy. Prices have dropped by about 30% from the record high hit in March as growth has faltered in the face of rising interest rates. Listen, Henry said the market will be in, quote, a little bit oversupply, end quote, in the next few years before tightening up toward the end of the decade as more easily accessible, richer seams of the metal become difficult to find and mining becomes more complicated. There are more issues that need to be addressed in terms of water management, community engagement, Broader environmental permitting, these things are taking longer. They are more complex. Copper, copper, save pennies, 1982 previous, just save them. Hold on to them. Put them in a crown royal bag and hang them from a hook in your closet. I don't know. Why not? That's not what I do with mine, but (laughs) yeah. It is something that could be done. Check it out. Excuse me. Yahoo Finance. Opportunities for investors. Yahoo Finance. Silver prices are rapidly rising. The rapid price increase over the last year likely is tied to the volatility in the market as silver, like gold, is often used as a store of value asset by investors. Looking to hedge against unstable markets. Even so, the trend is likely to continue even as the market stabilizes <laughs> as increased demand for silver from the renewable energy industry reveals that silver is far more than a store of value asset. Here are some trends to watch for in the silver market this year. Renewable tech sectors as billions of dollars are poured into sustainable tech. Demand for silver, which is used in many electrical components and is a key material in solar panels, is rapidly approaching levels beyond what existing supplies can meet. The combined total demand for silver is expected to exceed 1 billion ounces this year, with about half of that coming from industrial demand to manufacture tech with silver components. And I want to say, most of that tech, uh, the manufacturing of that tech with the silver and the gold, 
it's so-called destroyed, but soon they'll be mining landfills. <laughs> watch. Watch. They're going to be mining landfills in the next few years. Looking for silver and gold and all types of stuff, man. Probably copper, anything. Iron, really good steel. That was, you know, who knows? Who knows? But let me continue. Well, that's still below the estimated supply produced for mining and silver scrap. 2021 saw the narrowest gap between supply and demand since 2015, with the gap narrowing and the renewable tech sector continuing to expand and drive more demand. A deficit is imminent and suppliers will be enjoying a seller's market. Um, Copper, silver, copper, silver, private estates in public recessions. I mean, and this is just current events. I'm reading news articles, but the news be talking, y'all. I'm telling y'all be talking. He be screaming at me, screams at me. Screams at me. Why? Because it's poor. It's poor. Uh, last but not least, what we got here? Uh, yep, 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 we're good. What we got here? Reuters. You ready? Y'all ready? You ready? You're ready. Lab-grown meat cleared for human consumption by U.S. regulator. Pretty soon. You know, check this out. And, you know, I'm sorry. Soon, actual meat will be a delicacy, like real meat, like actual bones and stuff. Imagine a world where a child of 13 is eating an actual chicken wing, bites into it, bites into the bone, and is confused. Imagine this. Confused. Crunch. What? What is this? What is this? And you say, a bone. And then you would likely say, oh, honey. You've probably never eaten real meat before. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration for the first time cleared a meat product grown from animal cells for human consumption. The agency announced today, Upside Foods, Upside, a company that makes cell-cultured chicken by harvesting cells from live animals and using the cells to grow meat in stainless steel tanks, will be able to bring its products to market once it has been inspected by the United States Department of Agriculture. Quote, the world is experiencing a food revolution, and the FDA is committed to supporting innovation in the food supply, end quote. This is FDA Commissioner Robert M. Callis. Y'all going to be eating this lab-grown food? You, are you doing it? Are you eating lab-grown chicken? Because they're doing chicken first. You know, you know why they're doing chicken first, right? I mean... Quote, we are thrilled at FDA's announcement, end quote. This is David Kay, Upside's Director of Communication, who went on to say, this historic step paves the way for our path to market, end quote. They're talking about dollars. Please pay attention. They're talking about dollars. He said, 
This historic step paves the way for our path to market. Might as well say to the dollars. The review is not technically an approval and applies only to upside products, though the agency is ready to work with other firms developing cultured animal cell food. Cultured animal cell food. Calf? Cassif? Cassif. Cassif. <laughs> I'm trying to. They're going to figure something out. Straight up, USDA and FDA together regulate cell cultured meat. Under a 2019 agreement between the two agencies, USDA will oversee the processing and labeling of self-cultured meat products. What is self-cultured meat? CCMs? CCMs? Sims? Sims. Cums. Not eating cums. (laughs) Demand for alternatives to farmed meat has grown alongside awareness of the high greenhouse. Here we go. You see it? You hear it? Here it comes. Demand for the alternatives. To farmed meat has grown alongside awareness of the high greenhouse gas emissions of raising livestock. Cultivated chicken was served to attendees at this year's COP27 climate conference in Egypt. Said it was served to them. Did it say they eat? They ate it. I don't know if they ate it. I wouldn't have ate it. I'd be like, what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. I just ate. It's it's a travesty. (laughs) But listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to say greenhouse gases, we need to curb carbon emissions, and so on and so forth. I'm not getting into the argument. I'm just saying what's going to happen. They're going to reduce farms of cattle, chickens, so on and so forth. They're going to put through regulations. They're going to be carbon regulations saying farmers can only have this many cows, this many chickens, this many blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, I think I'm playing. <clears throat> yep, commercial farmers. Commercial farmers. You got to be private. I'm telling you, you got to be private. Commercial farmers. And when they reduce the number of livestock that commercial farmers are able to have and produce, what's it going to do? It's going to increase the prices of meat, man, which, which then is going to price out poor people for meat. And this lab-grown meat is going to be cheaper than real meat. It's going to be in the food, uh, the lunch programs at the schools. It's, I'm telling you, imagine a young child the age of 13 whom gets her hands on a real chicken wing. And I'm saying, they, you see, y'all seen the big ribs? They look like ribs. Chicken nuggets, man, they got this, they spray it. They spray it into a mold. Into a mold. They spray it in there, man. And then it forms, and then they put a breading on it. Look, they're going to make this stuff look, they're going to make these this, this lab-grown chicken look like chicken wings, man. She's going to bite into the chicken. She's going to hit a bone, and she's going to be confused because she's never eaten Anything other than lab-grown meat. It's a, listen, and it's some sort of dystopian future. But, I mean, look, if you're paying attention, if you you have a micro view of this whole thing, because it's a worldwide economic dance, worldwide commercial dance. This is, this is where it's going. So, you know, are you 
going to be at the whims completely of the public and the public's interest rates and the public's recessions and depressions and the public's locks downs locks downs and the public's price controls and austerity they're raising taxes we 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 got all right we need all we need austerity are you going to be subject to the public's rooms or are you going to be administering private estates and public recessions and other administer private estates and public recessions which is the you know the topic of this episode you know you like that segue <clears throat> we need we need to understand. We need to comprehend what, what's really going on, yo. We need to comprehend what's really going on. I'm about to jab out. We're gonna stream. If you're listening to this on the on the internet, you're gonna call it right now. Five six three nine 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 uh three six two five. Five six three nine 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 three six two five. Because I know I'm going to stream probably for I don't even know how long. It's going to be a minute. I'm going to go over the time limit. But we need to understand. We need to comprehend what it is. What is it? What is it? What is it? It's public and private. It's public and private. It's public and private. Now, it is public and private. It's still there. You know, you listen to these people, they say democracy. Oh, we got to protect our democracy. But then you read the Supreme Court and they be talking about protecting the republic and so on, so on and so forth. It's confusing. It's confusing. But it's public and private. The United States is a service corporation. I don't care what you say. You and people, look, look. Poverty screams. While wealth whispers. Let me say it again. Poverty screams. While wealth whispers. Get up out of here. This is, look, if you don't have water coming out your coming out your tap, if you don't have hot water coming out there, you know, take a shower, if you don't have a uh, trash service, if you don't have a sewer service, you can flush your toilet. Get that waste away from you in your home and your house and your look. Um, if you don't have electricity coming your thing, I mean, how many? How many? And I'm not advocating the public. I'm not advocating the United States because I don't advocate for any brand or any company or any corporation. Things is dead. And at any point in time, there's another corporation that's going to take take its place. We got to understand what it. The United States is a corporation, man. The states incorporated themselves and then signed on to the United States, man. That's what happened, man. It's a corporation. All kinds of commercial. Period. It's all commerce. It's all interstate and intrastate commerce. Inter and intra. Outside and inside. It's commerce. Nothing will be problem. People will be living. Look, it would be not. It'd be not, it'd not. Look, and I'm not sitting here. Oh, you know, 
giving credit to nobody, no thing. What I'm saying is it's public and it's private. Public and it's private. If you understand that the contract is created by man or men or men and women or just women, doesn't really matter. Contracts are created. created. So our contract going to govern the creator. The Constitution is a contract. It's a trust indenture. How does a dead piece of paper never had life, real life, <clears throat> ever? Sheets of paper, look, ain't even natural, not even natural. Formed from natural substance, but in an unnatural form, public and private. Constitution is a trust indenture. It governs what? Does it govern living, breathing? You have to understand it's public and private. So, if United States Corporation, what? How? How are you and your family interfacing with commerce? How are you and your family living, breathing, interfacing with the Service Corporation? With public structures, individuals, LLCs, corporations, that's it? Nah, individual, man, this is my birth is mine. Look, man, it has a state seal on it, man. State seal. Don't have no private family seal, man. I've been saying this for years. I don't care what anyone says. It has a state seal on that joker. And when you sign a check from a personal checking account and all other checking accounts, the line that you sign on is not a line. It's microprint, and it says authorized signature, authorized signature, authorized signature, authorized. You are authorized to utilize that public structure. But did you know there's private structures? Probably if you're checking out this show. Because the state cannot limit the availability of structures that are able to be utilized in the public and within its jurisdiction. Unless it is another public structure, like, you know, a structure in LLC from Florida trying to, you know, do its dance in New York. Service Corporation, with little service corporations, subcorporate, service corporation, United States, subcorporations, little subservice corporations, the states, 50 of them. You got one service corporation, umbrella. You got 50 subcorps, man. Come on, man. You got 50 subcorporations, man. Then you got the District of Columbia, which is 10 square miles. It's a district. It's a district. It's not a state. And it's where the United States is located, man. It's where the, where the commercial Congress sits. That's why they moved the Capitol from Philadelphia to Washington, D.C. Why? Because they didn't move it. They just created and established the, cap, the corporate capital of the United States, man. The Republic capital is still in the same spot. Well, 
you can you can you can debate me all you want. It is a service corporation with subcorporations, and every corporation that is organized any under any subcorporation and under any state of Arizona, state of Texas. It's like, from the way we look at it, it's like grandchildren. It's like, grandma is the United States, and mom and dad, and uncles and stuff, those are the states, the states of, the corporate states, state of, you know, state of Vermont. Those are like the aunts and uncles and the moms and dads and stuff, right? And all the little brothers and sisters and cousins who run around and stuff, those are Every corporation is like a third generation from the United States, man. Every single corporation in the United States, every single corporation in, in every state, if it happens, is that as a federal EIN. You got these governments going through austerity. You got these governments dealing with inflation. You got these cr- governments dealing with their stock markets crashing. You got these governments and their corporations Laying off employees. We're entering a recession. It's crazy. You and your family are going to hurt badly in the next three to five years if you don't understand what I'm saying right now. If you only have access to state structures. I'm going to call them cousin structures. The mother structure is the state of. The grandmother structure is the United States, man. Cousin structures. Whether you're an employee of one, they'll lay you off. They'll force you to get a poke poke and then, you know, you got Supreme Courts stating that that was a, that was a violation. That was violating foods. So you got quiet lawsuits happening right now. During a recession, and they're laying people off. They're getting sued. They're laying more people off. You got problems with geopolitics. You got problems with availability of products. This is not going to get any better anytime soon. I'm not saying that to scare anybody. I'm saying that because it's truth. You want to get prepared. It's going to rain outside. What are you going to do? Before you walk outside, what do you do? At the very least, Put on a, you know, poke a hole in the trash bag and stuff. You know, throw that. Throw that over your head or something. But no, I'm serious. It's for preparation. But, you know, I'm not one of those people that, you know, anti, you know, the service corporation. I ain't got time to be mad at a corporation. It's just, to me, it's illogical. United States. Oh, the state. Oh, oh. Look. What? I, I, I don't have time to be mad at real humans, man. I ain't got time. Like, look, what? Fam, keep it moving. That's just me. So I look at things differently, right? I feel like I have a certain comprehension of what's going on. And I'm just attempting to share that with y'all. Here's what I'm, what I'm getting at. Private estates and public recessions. It happens different. With a private estate, if, when, when we're private, we understand that the public is all poof. 
instruments, certificates of deposits, stocks, equities, bonds, treasuries. It doesn't matter. It's all paper. It's all paper with a bunch of words on it. Just typed. I don't care what the font is. Mongolian, maybe. You know, whatever. It's just paper. It's just paper. It's not real, tangible wealth or assets. We private. We know that. We know that. We've been operating privately for years over here at the foundation. Here, you know, trustees and training and stuff. We've been quietly acquiring silver and gold and other precious metals for years. Hand over fist. What was it? Uh, dollar cost average is what I was telling people. And I, you know, I kind of stopped talking about gold and silver because the pre- it's crazy. Premiums are crazy now. You know, it's one of those things that. You know, you grow, you get it while you can because there's going to be a point where you can't get it no more. It's just going to be too expensive. And we're starting to get there. Please believe me. You know, the paper market versus the actual physical market of silver and gold and these precious metals is, is starting to, to, what is it, separate. How about that? So you see, you look at the spot price of gold and silver and then go walk into a dealer and see how much they, you know, see see how close you get into that spot price when you walk out there with an ounce of gold or an ounce of silver. It's kind of like a slow-moving train. Don't matter. It's still going to tear you up. It could be going five miles an hour. It's a train. You're not going to stop it. It'll still cut your foot off. It's all bad. So with this whole Entire thing when we private, we've been dealing with this and, and handling this in a certain way. If you're not, if you haven't been thinking like this, maybe your pride is private. You have the structure, you just, you know, it's a lot and you've been busy. I got to work and I got kids and you know, all these, all these reasons. You know what I'm saying? I love you, but all these reasons. We may be in for a tough time. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say. Poverty screams while wealth whispers. So maybe I'm a... Hey, man, you need, you need, you have to join Trusty Training. You have to get your private estate structured. You have to get your private estate structured. Y'all know what this, what's going on. You got to understand what inflation is. Inflation is an increase of overall prices. That's only half of it, right? Because we're probably going to understand that there's, you know, there's cause and effect. There's correspondence. You know, the yin and yang dance. So, you know, we have an increase in overall prices. What's the, what's the, what's the reverse of that? If that's the obverse, what's the reverse? It's a coin, right? Two sides of the coin. What is the reverse of an increase in overall prices? Uh, a, if you have an increase, right? Okay. The opposite of increase is decrease. So if it is increase in overall prices, it'd be a decrease in overall value. The increase in overall prices of what? Goods and services. Decrease in overall value of what? The currency. 
the dollars, man, the notes, man. Oh, price is going high. We're going to do price controls, and a lot of people are going to fall for it. Mark my words. But we will understand and know that it is not that the prices are increasing. It's that the value of these notes are dropping. How are you going to you know, tell you, hey, hey, we're going to CNN live report. Yo, check this out. Live from the scene. I'm here reporting to let y'all know that inflation is actually the devaluation of the of the money that they're paying us every two weeks. And they know it. From the job to the government. Man, it would be pandemonium. You know how many people would demand raises? Look, it would mess their system up. You have to understand. Look at it from the other side. There's two sides of the coin. You always have to remember that. Always. Otherwise, you're only looking at half the picture and you think you know the full story. And maybe, maybe you're lucky. Maybe you're very, very intelligent. I don't know. Inflation, price increases. Oh, oh, it's more expensive at the pump. It's more, oh, oh, it's the gas. And it's the it's the business owners and it's the stockholders. And, you know, it's all these guys, guys. It's not us. It's these guys, guys. Well, people will. Most people, most people are going to G for it. Going to be mad at places like Target. You're charging too much. You know what cotton is? They, they, yo, they make that Target brand shirt, right? You know what cotton is, man? They got to get it assembled in Taiwan. Then they got to get it shipped over here. And there's shortages. And there's lag time on ships. And there's Somalian pirates. And they're raising taxes and tariffs. And they go buy cotton again. It's more expensive. Why? Because there was a drought and a famine. Look. And diesel's more expensive because there's only 25 days supply left in the whole United States. And we're mad at the company. We really, we, we roll with it. Oh, yeah, you guys are charging too much. You're, you're, you're greedy. Greedy corporate. Pigs, and of course, there's greed everywhere, right? Like, come on, man. There's no one. There's no greed. You just saying everybody. Look, it's not the truth. The truth of the matter is, is they, you know, they're printing too much money. It got too out of hand, um, and we're dealing with inflation right now in prices, and they're going to raise interest rates. And what does that do? Makes the cost of money more expensive. <laughs> so if money's more expensive, they're trying to they're trying to artificially revalue the currency by raising inflation. I mean, they're raising uh, interest rates. Think about it. Better call in sixty seconds. Otherwise, you know we're gonna be streaming. You're gonna get cut off. I'm talking about private states and public recessions. And these are the money money dances they do, and most people have no idea what's going on because it's subtle, and we're told constantly on one side of the story. We got shortages in everyday goods, electronic component shortages. 
shortages in certain food supplies, food stocks, shortages in parts, high prices, car parts, repair parts, repair anything. Try to repair anything right now. Wrong wait times. Hyper, hyper, almost hyperinflation, maybe, you know. But we'll see. Ultimately, we'll see. And during public recessions, private estates typically add to their wealth. I'm just going to tell you that way right now. Let's just get it over with. Private estates and public recessions is one of the greatest greatest times to be a private trustee for your private estate. It's great because, you know, for the entire time, where the suppression of real assets has been ongoing, such as gold and silver and certain other precious metals. And, you know, of course, there, you know, we saw the run-up in the prices of homes and stuff, but land itself remained relatively cheaper, you know. Undeveloped land, partially developed land didn't really, didn't really go too crazy. It's the, you know, cities, certain certain city areas, you know, communities, metro areas really got crazy. It wasn't everywhere. See, probably says we acquire assets continuously because it's a part of the contract indenture of the trust. We have the knowledge. We know what currency is. And we operate accordingly. And when the recessions and depressions come around, and interest rates are raised up, and people start selling stuff to pay their bills, to buy food because it's very expensive, to buy gasoline because it's very expensive, to buy cars because they're very expensive. To pay their rent or their mortgages because they're very expensive. These are the times that private estates start acquiring assets called dry powder. Dry powder is, you know, cash available, cash or cash equivalents, fungible assets, assets or mediums of wealth that can easily be converted to cash or cash equivalent to acquire assets out of the public. People aren't really getting loans. Interest rates are high. You know, uh, loan requirements on properties and vehicles are becoming more stringent. This is when private family banks start issuing private financing. You see, when private estates enter times of public recessions, it is an opposite. It's a yin and yang type scenario. This is a boom time for the private coming up, recessions, inflation, so on and so forth, properly administered private estates, we look forward for these times. 
They're talking about revaluing global currencies against hard assets. You know it's going to be gold and silver. All sovereign countries, sovereign nations have been buying large amounts of gold for years. They Look, there's financiers in governments in high-level administrations and NGO, non-governmental organizations that are much better at this than I am. And with the proper information and the proper numbers, you can easily track and anticipate what's going on. And if I saw this stuff coming and knew inflation was transitory and so on and so forth, I have a business degree, not a finance degree. It's crazy, and I'm sure it's something to behold. But now, with premiums of gold and silver, crazy. Do you know that there's a precious metal called rhodium? That just a few short years ago, three or four years ago, you can pick up for $700, $600 an ounce. And right now, it's just under $15,000 an ounce. 15000 from $700 to $15,000. See, during hyperinflation, the prices of real assets go to the roof. So when you go to market to sell them, you have a lot of room or meat on the bone is what they say. To negotiate and still walk away with a good deal. And if you were participating with the foundation, we were purchasing gold and silver, $100, $50, $20, every paycheck went down to get some silver. You witnessed slowly the market change. You witnessed the premiums increase. You witnessed the scarcity of metals. You go and I had people calling me and telling me, man, I was in my deal. He had no eagles. He said one guy came in and cleaned them out yesterday. How can one guy go into a store and clean out the entire dealer of all their silver? It's called a shortage. It was a shortage. It was a shortage of copper, shortage of diesel fuel, shortage of gold. What do all these have in common? They're commodities. They're considered commodities. Study commodities. If you're in a situation where, you know, you're not necessarily prepared for this, what you can do right now is pay down all your credit card debt, all lines of credit debt. Pay it down because... It's just going to kill you. It's going to kill your private wealth because this is what they're doing. The the public, they it's like they take all of the private people that are connected to the public and turn them upside down and shake them like every eight to ten years. Last time was 2008. Eight to 12 years or so. There's, there's like, you know, they do this thing. It's It's a regular occurrence. And then, like, you're a part of one of them, 
and you witness it, and you're like, whoa, crazy. And then you do, if you start researching, you'll see, like, man, it, this just happened. Oh, that man, it just happened. Then. Oh, it just man, this happens like every 10, 12 years, man. Like clockwork. Then you start standing this, what's going on? So credit card debt, line of credit, pay it down. Interest kills wealth when paid, but it builds wealth when charged. This time, private estates, private family banks are privately funding deals at very high interest rates, 15%, 25%. Why? Because in the market, it's 8% interest, and you can't get a loan at that interest. You can't. You don't qualify. That's why. Just because it's a recession or a depression doesn't mean that money can't be made. A lot of money is made during recessions and depressions. It's just that most people are on the losing side of it. But who's on the other side? That's what I'm saying. We have to start thinking in duality. There's two sides of the coin. There's another side of the ledger. There's another side of the table. There's another side to the deal. There's another side of the story. But this, this is a regular occurrence. Now's the time if you want to get stocks, I guess. Not legal, not legal advice, not financial advice, not trading advice, or not financial advice. But now there's blood in the streets. You know, the stock was crazy. Target says, you know, that the stock dropped 13%. Now's the time. And look, I, who knows it's the bottom yet? Because, you know, this stuff is going. It's hard to time the bottom. It's hard to time the top in these fantasy markets. Fantasy. Fantasy land. It's hard to time the markets. Now's the time if you want to get into stocks, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and stuff. Or maybe not yet. Maybe you wait and watch this stuff go down some more. Ride the wave down a little bit more. I'm not really a trader, so I don't really know. But I do know these these stock prices for these companies are cheap. Now, is it a company that's going anywhere or not? I mean, that's something to take into consideration. There's some brands that, you know, they're not going anywhere. Some brands, they're out of here. They're gone. Like MySpace and America Online. (laughs) I was thinking, I was trying to think of companies that were really big and then they're just gone. I remember, you got mail. You got mail. I was so young and hated hearing that. I really didn't even know what it meant. I was so young, but man, I hated that. And then MySpace. I remember in school, man, I got a MySpace page. Check out my everybody was famous. It was the first wave of weirdos. (laughs) And everybody got a camera and stuff. But. You know, if you're looking, you're looking, you're looking to get into the fantasy land. You know, you buy when there's blood in the streets, blood in them streets. As far as like commodities, gold and silver and stuff, possibly you missed the boat unless you find some deals. You know, and I wouldn't say missed the boat. Keep trying, but like the great prices, you know. But you know, never stop purchasing gold and silver. But, you know, that dollar cost average, that $100, that $20 is getting less and less silver as we continue on. 
start a garden or, you know, a small garden, backyard garden, a window garden. It doesn't matter, you know. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, herbs, thyme, basil, things of that nature, really simple to grow inside. You, you know, a little small, little small pot, you know, even a bowl, a little plastic Tupperware, old Tupperware bowl or cup or something like that. These things. Coriander. I've grown all this stuff, you know, in an apartment window. So that's what I'm saying. And, you know, it, you, you reduce expenses, you know, and it reduces some expenses, of course, because, you know, uh, herbs, especially fresh herbs are crazy expensive, especially in an inflationary environment. It gets stupid. You're going to say you just want to reduce your dependence on the public as much as possible because it's going to start hurting. And you don't want to be connected to people that's hurting, and you know, or, you know, bodies because, you know, the public body. Yeah, window gardens, herb gardens. Come on, man, you can do it. Get a little bit of dirt, you know, a little, little something, a little bag or so, ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Get some seeds and watch some YouTube videos. Reduce the dependence, reduce expenses, subscription services. You know, Netflix. Look, your local library will buy any movie or TV series on DVD or Blu-ray if you request it. They'll send you an email or call you when it comes in, when they get it, and then you can just go rent it. And with the right software and a CD or DVD drive or Blu-ray drive, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Reduce expenses. You don't need Netflix, man. You don't need Spotify. You don't need the, the the players, man. The subscription services. You need to get off that stuff. You remember we used to remember MP3 players? Y'all remember the MP3 players? Huh? You used to put you. It was your like. We put the we put our CDs in the computer, and we put the music on the little device. And instead of like having to put a bunch of CDs or you know whatever, fifty, fifty, thirty gigs, eighty gigs, thirty gigs of memory, man, you can put your whole lot, man. Remember, you own art, and then you you put it on your device, and now now they want you to do subscription services, and you you can stream it, and you can you can pay more, and you can skip it, or make your own, or you can listen to the whole album without any shuffles if you pay. Look, man. Own your own stuff. Quit playing playing these games with subscription services and stuff, man. It's crazy. We live in a digital age, man. You're paying for stuff you don't need to pay for. I'm telling you. It's crazy. But yeah, you know, use utilize utilize local services, local free services, the public library, y'all tripping. Public library. Telling you, even if it's just use it as a, as a you know a blockbuster video or something like back in the day, day. And you be like, oh, you can only do a couple movies. Have have, have your husband get a, get a library card. Have your children get. Now they can all get. You know, look, just figure it out. We're going. You're going to start. Listen, listen. 
you need to start reducing your expenses right now. You need to get to bare bones because here we go. And you need to start stashing cash and start grabbing silver and gold as responsibly as you can. This is not trading or financial advice. If you can, right now, consolidate homes, especially if you rent. Swallow your pride. Check that ego. You rented an apartment. You got a condo or something. You know, you know, family, your uncle, your brother or something. They got a big house. They got a room or two. Go holler at them. Look, man, I'm trying to consolidate, save some money. Can I rent your room? We can share the, you know, whatever. I'll be quiet, whatever I keep to myself. You was living in an apartment anyways. You might you're probably gonna end up with more space, you're gonna pay less, you're gonna be able to save more. So at the very least, if you reduce your expenses as much as you possibly can, you won't be subject to quality of life reductions. As the prices of you know things increase, you'll have you know more money to buy it. Because you're, you're spending less money over here. You're spending less money on rent. You're spending less money on Netflix and, and ESPN+. Plus. You're spending less money on Spotify. You're spending less money on Amazon just buying stuff. Amazon's in trouble. Amazon might not make it, y'all. Twitter might not make it through this. There's companies that ain't made it to here, and there's going to be companies that don't make it. There's going to be families that don't make it. There's going to be people who don't make it. Right now, right now, right now, right now, reduce your expenses, y'all. And if you haven't already, I think it's time for trustee training. It's time to learn how to utilize proper private structures, how to structure your private estate, structure your private estate, transition into private, you know, there's a lot of, lot of ways to say the things, you know, recognize to do business in over 120 countries according to the Hague Convention, I'm serious, I've done it, I have done it, I'm telling you. Can't tell me nothing because I have the actual experience. This isn't a, something I watched on YouTube. Somebody, some, some talk. Oh, they told me how to do, it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm gonna try that. But didn't really try. Just started telling people that I did it. No, none of that stuff. Straight up, no from experience. Print the paper off on your printer. Bring it to a notary. Have them notarize your signature. Go on the IRS website. Get an EIN for the trust. Walk into a bank, open in a bank account. The trust has to have a purpose. If it's a business trust, it's a business purpose. But, you know, trustee training is business trust, asset trust, and family trust. But you should email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. As far as I'm concerned, it's a no-brainer. And, like I said earlier, trustee training, the foundation itself, is really what I wished I would have ran into when I first, you know, got put on to trust and the significance of these structures. 
So yeah, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Shoot me an email, book a consultation. I would suggest you book a consultation. Let's chop it up. But you know, we got the final trustee training because I am retiring. Been doing this for seven years, over seven years. Been doing this. I don't know how I got started. Then uh, this wasn't planned. Yusuf will tell you the same thing. He, you know, stuff that don't be planned. But I, I know, I know when the curtains gonna drop. And you know, I need to do other things. I'm just, you know, it's hard to set aside time for these things these days. But I love you as always. And no, check it out. Final session of trustee training. Last day to sign up, January twenty third, twenty twenty three. Got them on a month and a half. Get it together. Admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. That's it. It's the final final session of trustee training here at the foundation with So L. So we got that going on. We got the 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 giveaway. Some merchandise giveaway. We we partnered, you know, the foundation partnered with Bay Area Gear. Shout out to Bay Area Gear. That's Bay Area Gear. Yes, Bay Area Gear. We'll be giving away, you know, sponsoring one trustee for trustee training. Sign up for the email. Email list. Sign up is at welcometothefoundation.com. But most importantly, trustee training. Add me at welcometothefoundation.com. Just, just shoot me an email. Trustee training. You got until January 23rd. You can sign up now. We're about in the middle of, of a session. You can get this, the rest of this session in, you know, the full final session. December 31st, 2022, the foundation will no longer offer training for private family foundations. The foundation only offers training for private family foundations to trustees who are or were in training here at the foundation or those people who can show that they have training or extensive knowledge with the administration of private trust. It's a tax-exempt entity. You're giving charitable deductions on individual and business taxes. You can get into a lot lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of hot water. So, at the end of the day, it is a trust with the with the with the charitable purpose. So, December thirty first, twenty twenty two, about a month and a half. Private Family Foundation Education. That's a wrap. That's it. Last day, December thirty first, January twenty third, twenty twenty three is the last day that the foundation will accept. New sign-ups for trustee training. That's it. I'm saying this every single show. Putting out the email multiple times a week. I'm I'm serious. I love y'all, but I'm serious. And finally, June 30th, 2023, if you are a trustee, you have my private mobile number. As of June 30th, 2023, I will no longer be in possession of said number or said number will no longer exist will be passed on to the board of trustees in the transition of the foundation the foundation is not going anywhere 
There's just going to be a an administrative transition, and we'll you know we'll let you know more about that as we get closer to that transition. So, look, I'm not I'm not scared. You know, I'm just concerned. I know there's a lot of people that aren't ready for what's coming. Um, I know there's a lot of people that aren't ready for what's coming, and you know. And if you are ready for what's coming and you feel like you're ready, there's a lot of people you know and care about and love that are not ready for what's coming. So it's difficult because, you know, you know, uh, uh, very few cannot support the many. Um, and unless the many are active in their own support, which makes it difficult because if you don't have any necessary skills or knowledge with regards to how to do said thing, it's, uh, almost impossible. So we're looking at, you know, some, some, uh, you know, some interesting times coming ahead, but just keep your head straight, you know, make sure you get your hands on the private education while it's available to you. And, um, you know, reduce your expenses, pay down on credit cards, reduce your expenses. Um, look, consolidate homes. That would be the biggest thing. Consolidate homes. We used to have very large homes back in the day, but that's because at least three generations were in the same home. And typically the, the, the oldest generation was on the first floor, you know, bad knees, old knees on all those stairs. Uh, you know, the uh, middle generation was on the second floor and the youngest generation was on the, on the top floor. And, you know, typically that's how it was done. Now everybody wants their own spot. And I mean, I get it, you know, privacy is cool. But, you know, there's things that you should probably start thinking about that you never have and you should probably get used to ideas and ways of doing things that you never have because you're about to enter financial and economic situations globally and locally that you've never seen. Trust me, please. If you've listened to my shows long enough, you know that, you know, I'm a pretty good predictor of what's going on, especially when it has to do with finance and markets and things of that nature. Even though, you know, we get into geopolitics and things. So I really want you to think about that as well as, you know, get your hands on this education. So, you know, you can thrive, you know. There's going to be a lot of wealth passed. This is the wealth transfer we're about to enter. And, you know, if you're in the right position, you know, you can be about ready. I guess you can be about ready. No, no, no. You can be with the people who are on the, on the receiving end of that wealth transfer, This, you know, this time you know as we go there's a real wealth transfer usually a recession or depression the real wealth travels from the private to the public and then you know during quote good times it's a fake wealth transfer and you know people get get a bunch of cash in their accounts they get you know maybe a bunch of stocks you know a bunch of equities maybe get some 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 notes some securities, some some mortgages and stuff. You know, start acquiring all these this paper debt, which isn't wealth. Uh, 
but then during the downtime, they squeeze all that and then pull all your private wealth into the public and then transfer it into the private on their side. And if you if you can comprehend that and understand that, you, you're ahead of 90% of the people out here. But hey, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. You know, um, it's been a pleasure. I trust that y'all have, you know, at least received at least, you know, some food for thought with regards to this episode, private estates and public recessions. It, you know, it's a different, it's a mirrored reality. And once once you can get that down, you know, it, it, it makes it so much easier. But, you know, I'm here to assist. You know, admin at welcometothefoundation.com or, you know, you can book a consultation at welcometothefoundation.com. You know, you can do all that from the website if you so desire. Before I retire, I'm trying to give you all the goods, you know. You know, forget trying to. I'm giving you all the goods. And, you know, we're going to wrap this up with, with the bang. And with that being said, you know, I'm really, really going to, you know, do what I can to let y'all know what this is and what it really is, what's really going on and what to really do and what to really do is to get off of this thing. Get out of here. Get away from it. You know? You walk down the street, you see someone throwing up. Like, you want to cross the street, man. Walk in the middle of the street, you want to get away from them. That's that's what the public's doing right now. This gagging, this dry heaving. You don't see these markets? You don't see this inflation? You don't see these, these shortages? This dry heaving. It's sick. Get away from it. Reduce Reduce your dependence on the public as much as you can because here we go. But uh, other than that, I know y'all got this. And with proper, you know, instruction, well, specifically proper notice, y'all can figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to make it happen. But with that being said, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for checking out the show. I love y'all, and I trust that y'all have a, you'll have a great and luxurious week. And I'll catch y'all next week here on the foundation so you make sure that you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night it is very important my name is so l i'm the host of the foundation here on high frequency radio network and it has been an absolute illustrious pleasure to be here with you on this episode of the foundation private estates and public recessions y'all take care of yourself and enjoy yourself Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.